iOS helps you control which apps you share your exact location with. There's more to iPhone. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to a, a short edition of the game podcast in which we react straight off the back of the big news that has just been announced. England's 26-man squad for the FIFA World Cup in Qatar. The headline, Leicester midfielder James Madison has been included, as has Marcus Rashford of Manchester United, the Newcastle striker Callum Wilson, Arsenal defender Ben White as well, and the Manchester City fullback Carl Walker is in there too. The big names to miss out, the likes of Fakai Tomori of AC, Milan. Ivan Tony misses out as well. James Ward-Prowse of Southampton. No uh, Tyrone Mings of Aston Villa either. Instead in midfield, uh, Manchester City midfielder Calvin Phillips and Conor Gallagher of Chelsea are in there. Remember, England face Iran in their World Cup opener on the 21st of November, joined in Group B by Wales and the United States. We will have a full program dedicated to talking about England's chances and some of those games, as well as a preview on what Wales can do early next week. But we will strictly just be reacting to the England squad. Tom, Madison in. Yes, Madison in. I think it's probably, probably, it, well, it's definitely the right decision. He's he's a little bit like the Jack Grealish of, of this tournament, isn't he? The one that there was a yearning and a real clamouring for him to be involved. But his form, it, it's his form, Hugh, that that means he really deserves to be there. And and also, I, I, I think it's slightly linked as well to the midfield decisions that, that Southgate's made. The fact that James Ward-Prowse isn't there. One of the key things that James Ward-Prowse brings, as we know all too well from his Southampton form, is, is set-piece delivery, which Madison, there's, there's no denying Madison's is is as good or has been as good in the past few weeks. And and Southgate, even though he is a man of, of loyalty, the fact you're seeing Harry Maguire as part of of the squad, even though he is, he he does talk about form quite often. He does like including and rewarding players who are in form. And James Madison is certainly that. Yeah. Listen, I think it's intriguing that James Madison has been included. I've got to say my initial reaction to the squad is not necessarily about the good or bad players, about the ones that I wanted to be in or not being chosen or not for that matter. But it was looking for a thread in Southgate's decision-making that made me feel confident that basically he knows what he's doing going into this World Cup. And actually, I think the decisions that he made with his squad suggest an understanding that England are out of form, reaching for something that could change the dynamic. When you look at Callum Wilson, well, he hasn't played for England in over three years. He's got four caps and he hasn't regularly been included in squads. So 
what do we see different about him as a player that suddenly you think I want him in my team other than, you know, he, he's in form. And I think Madison is the same thing. Like you've regularly overlooked James Madison. So what is the difference between then and now? Like, again, he's in good form, but he's been in good form before. And yes, he's been called up certainly more than Wilson has. But again, we're looking for someone, an individual who can change the fortunes of England. Like for me, the squad suggested that there will be points, and he almost recognises there will be points of desperation for England. And it was like, who's going to get us out of it? Like Conor Gallagher as well for me, his inclusion screamed that. Like, okay, where are we going to be able to find an extra 5% in a game? And maybe that's the right thing to do, the prudent thing to do. But for a manager that has backed his style of play, as negative as many people perceive it to be, to suddenly start bringing in these players who he didn't want before, like because they're in form, I think a lot of people just went, well, yeah, that's the right decision. But I'm looking at it, I'm like, where do they fit in terms of what Southgate's been trying to do? Like I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't see where James Madison goes into this England side. Like I don't think he does. So we're all like, yeah, brilliant. But listen, I get it. He's a fringe player, even though he's playing so well for Leicester. He is a fringe player, but. I did look at some of the inclusions and think, I'm not sure Southgate has a plan with these players. Regardless of the the sort of headlines of this squad, I don't think it changes the team that Southgate puts out on June 21st against Iran. I don't think it changes at all. I don't think any of these surprises get in, into the squad. I did exactly the same thing as you, Hugh, and I looked at it and I thought, what a, what what's... What's the trend here? What are the, the themes that come out of these headline picks? And and what I thought, because you're, you're sort of looking at 1v1s, aren't you? Or 1v2 in a, in a few cases oh, with oh. Callum Wilson up against Ivan Tony and Tammy Abraham, Conor Gallagher, you had possibly Ruben Loftus-Cheek and, and um, James Ward-Prowse and guys like that. And James Madison up against Jared Bowen. And even though... Bowen can do this. I, what I thought was was that Southgate is possibly trying to bring the energy that the Premier League and English football has become unique for, the intensity that it's become unique for in the last few seasons. But all three of those players bring that. I, I, and I also think, I, I wonder whether if, if Kane, for whatever reason, didn't start, I, I suspect... Actually, it would be Rashford who starts through the middle. But Callum Wilson is 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 a more like-for-like like replacement for Kane than, or would or maybe not more like-for-like, like, but would fit into the system better than Tammy Abraham and better than Ivan Tony. I think it would be slightly more seamless than those two. And he also has the experience as well. He's been a, a bit more at this level than than those guys have throughout his his career. So that that fits more. And the thing with Gallagher is he has, I think Southgate touched on it today. He can do everything. We've we've seen him score fantastic goals at at Crystal Palace and and Chelsea. Uh, we've seen him his creativity, but also the energy he brings when he was on loan at Swansea city, they used to have this board on the wall where of the, the whoever had run the most that week. And it was always, always Conor Gallagher. 
So that's one thing he will he will bring to the game. But if these guys get on. <laughs> That is the big question, yeah. If they play, um, it's a tough one. I think the issue for England is they're always going to have a good squad. I think today, Gareth Southgate would have been really spoken about negatively had had he not brought a couple of form players with him. And I think that the Madison thing, the Wilson thing, you know, even the Rashford, his inclusion, Marcus Rashford, is a hat tip towards players playing well. But then I think you you get to the point where if you're one of the players that's been excluded, if you're James Ward-Prowse and Calvin Phillips has been included after what one Premier League start, in my opinion, you would be feeling, why would why should I carry on making myself, you know, eligible to represent England? Like, I get it. You can talk about patriotism all you want, but you're being called up to play Andorra and the like, and you're going to camps whenever you are selected and you're giving it absolutely everything. And then you're overlooked for players who aren't even playing. And you can maybe understand it. If you were being looked overlooked for Harry Kane and you were a striker, you might get it. You know, if Harry Kane had been injured all season, he would still get picked. But I think if you're playing in central midfield, Calvin Phillips hasn't played that great for a long time. Like last season, he was basically injured for half of the campaign, never got back to 100% for Leeds, moved to Manchester City, hasn't played, then he got injured again. Now he's come back for a, a cameo appearance in the EFL Cup, and the next day he's been picked for England for a World Cup in a key position mm-hmm. in central midfield. Like, I don't... Is he going to be sharp in a week? Like, is he actually ready to go to a World Cup? So you've got the, you've got the explanation in one part of the pitch from Gareth Southgate. Let's take the forward area. Ivan Tony couldn't come because he either lacks experience at this level or we just didn't see enough of him. Then Cal- Callum Wilson, who hasn't been picked for three years, for some reason, whatever you've seen from him is enough, including form, even though Tony's outscored him since he got to the Premier League. Callum Wilson on top of it, has injury issues. Again, this is not me saying he's not good enough to be in the squad. Like, he's playing well and he's good. I'm talking about the messages that are being sent to English players and the ones that are on the fringe of the squad, the ones that might you might need in two years' time at another tournament. Like, I don't get the consistency. And then other areas of the pitch, oh, I've brought this player because they're in form, but then you haven't dropped players in other areas of the pitch. You are so... We're not talking about a little bit out of form because half the squad's a little bit out of form massively out of form in the shape of Harry Maguire. And if you're Fakai Tomori and you've gone to Italy and you've won Serie A and everyone in Italy is calling you one of, if not the best defenders in the league, I saw people today on social media calling him, they they believe, and they watch the Premier League and Serie A, the best English centre-back, to not even be included in the squad. Again, what message does that send to that player? Because this is what I mean. I just don't think... You know, the goalposts have shifted in various parts of the pitch or for individuals. It's like, oh, well, you need a bit more of this. Okay, but that player doesn't need it. So that's the only thing that I found confusing about the squad in terms of a player wanting to get into it. The message was just, look, there are some rules for some players. There are some lines that we draw for some players and for others not. And in that case, it just, it, it didn't feel like a squad that was picked on the merits of, you know, sporting output, certainly over the last 12 months. So again, it's a good squad. It's a squad that could do something, but I believe will be underdogs in the in the large scale of, of things. When I say underdogs, I don't mean in terms of the 32 teams, but in terms of, you know, the final eight, I think will be outsiders if we get there. So let's put it that way. Anyway, Tom, I've rambled. You respond. I think you're right, but it, I, I think he's sort of weighed up in different 
sections because it's not like James Ward Prowse has been pulling up trees and Calvin Phillips was a has be was a part of that Euro twenty twenty squad uh, that was so successful. I, I don't think Calvin Phillips will 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 start. I don't think he'll. I think it'll be Bellingham and and Rice. So how much Calvin Phillips will be involved? I'm not not too sure. But out of the two, I, I, I I'm not too bothered by that. I, I I am slightly concerned about the defence. It feels it feels a defender short to me. And I I agree with you on I agree with you on the form there as well because Cody you know Connor Cody was always going to be involved because he was one of the key individuals in the squad at Euro twenty twenty because of his uh, his his character around his personality around the around the group harry Maguire just isn't in form at the moment eric dyer is in form he's doing very well at tottenham but will that will that transfer again back to england we'll see and of course we know of the issues at, at fullback at the moment and i thought it was going to be either tamori or gurhi who went and i think both of them probably deserve to really when you look at, at form um I, I i hope southgate didn't decide tamori's fate on the chelsea games in the champions league because he was poor uh, he had he had a really really bad home leg and away leg against his former side but that doesn't that doesn't denigrate what he's done at Milan, you've got guys like uh, Giorgio Chiellini um, speaking about how great he's been and how much he surprised them as the great Italian defenders. And so, I think he he probably deserved to be there. And with Tamori, I think he's I think he's smart enough and he's got wise enough people around him to 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 keep him measured about this but one thing as well is that he he was representing Canada a few years ago he was in the youth team of Canada because he was born there and they are at the world cup and and he would almost certainly have been going to the world cup if he was still representing Canada. Yeah, I mean, I won't labor it. Let's talk about some of those included and what they might offer very quickly but um I I'm, I feel personally maybe a little bit sad for those excluded because I thought those excluded would be excluded on merit. It just didn't feel like that when I heard the names read out. There were just a few names in there. You were kind of like, I can see why you've done it. But at the same time, those left out, it was almost like they'd done more. You know, some of them, I think, had done more in various ways. It might be they've got more experience or they've just had that longevity, similar form, for example. And yeah just left out and that must be very very tough for them to take and who knows who knows what will happen between now and the start of the world cup anyway let's look at some of those included Uh, we spoke about james madison of course callum wilson's in there let's talk about the positives of his game what could he offer he's certainly a clinical finisher and and also this this is part of what i was talking about earlier hugh because i think what newcastle have have done over the last uh, few months is partially play really well on the transition, which is what a lot of of uh, international football 
can be down to it's it tends to be a little bit more rhythmic rather than the 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 intensity of the Premier League, which is why I think that's what Southgate is possibly trying to to bring with these selections. But he is a clinical finisher. I think he's in the best form I've seen for a while. And and also that kind of mindset as well. Um, and at 30 years old, he brings experience. Maybe he's not got bags and bags of experience at international level or being part of the England camp. But I don't think that changes uh, how you are as a, as a footballer, as a person, he's, he's 30 years old. He will, he, that's what he'll, he'll bring to them. Yeah. I think he, I think you're right about his inclusion, even James Madison, even Conor Gallagher, bringing that sense of the premier league to the world cup and that kind of intensity and that hustle and bustle and that instinct, if you like in their play, I think that they all represent that in some way for me personally on Wilson, in terms of the style of play three at the back, yeah, maybe a more direct style. I mean, he's good at leading the press for Newcastle United at the moment. Times it really well, shapes his body really well in terms of doing that from the front of the pitch. I wonder what we'll do. Uh, maybe, you know, he can play alongside Kane. I'm not sure. As an understudy with one up front, is Callum Wilson that? No, I just, I didn't. I don't see a recipe for him either in this England squad. Maybe it's just me being totally dense, you know, but... At this point in time, you know, you're going to throw him on maybe in an emergency situation because I don't see him, you know, being that final 20 minutes player. He's not a finisher, if you like, to use the Eddie Jones terminology in rugby union. He's definitely going to be a person that comes on to try and rescue us. I think James Madison will fit in that category as well. And in that case, do they really get what they have at club level? I'm not sure. I mean, look, maybe he has enough in this squad to change shape and maybe that's what he's thinking as well, because clearly what he's been doing over the last six games with no victories isn't working. And I, I wonder I wonder if he's got something up his sleeve. I mean, he hasn't suggested he's a an instinctive type magician coach who just goes, look, you know, tears up all the blueprints and throws them out the window. I don't, I don't see him as that kind of manager. So I just don't know. Like, again, I say it again, I just don't know what he's going to do with these players. What do you think, Hugh, of the, um, the absence of... A another natural left-sided defender, whether you want to call it wing-back or full-back, whatever. Mm. You've got Luke Shaw in the squad, who is who is going to be... If, if, if it's going to be a three at the back, like it was during the Euros and during the last World Cup, then Luke Shaw is, is your man at left wing-back and has performed exceptionally well in the in the it, it before so it's it's mm. a it's a first choice but i kind of wondered whether this squad selection the fact he hasn't got a direct replacement for luke shaw whether it's an indication that there would be potential to to go to this four at the back which he has experimented with a little bit in mm. the last year mm. if if it's if he loses Shaw, or if he if he if he decides, you know, there's an issue with Shaw, or he doesn't need him, or whatever, you're likely to put Kieran Trippier yeah. at left back. The, the the other possibility, of course, which England have done in in recent months, I can't I can't remember which game it was. Now, mm. the Kaya Saka played yeah, left, wing left wing back. back yeah. 
and it was a, it was it was a it was waste, wasn't it? it was yeah. Term. Yeah. It was an absolute waste. But I, I just wondered whether this signposted the idea that Southgate might be looking at a four at the back for this tournament. I think he would be happy playing Trippier there if he needs to. Ashley Young, you'll remember, played at left wing back in 2018, came in on his right foot, was basically the safe side of the the England defence. And one thing that we noticed about these wing backs, we have noticed about these wing backs is England don't really get them up the pitch. They're not really final third overlappers and deliverers. They usually cross from deep and they usually defend on the halfway line still. So we don't really use them as massive attacking weapons, which again, I think is a, is a waste. But I think he'd be perfectly fine with Trippier there, particularly as on the other side, he may well use the opportunity if Trippier plays to play someone like Trent and actually give them the total freedom to push up the pitch. And if the right centre-back, the third, if it's still a three at the back, the right-handed centre-back is either Carl Walker if he returns or maybe Ben White, for example, players that are comfortable in that position and are also comfortable if on the counter-attack we just go to a flat four. And I think that's what he would be thinking, really. Again, it's safety first, but that pragmatism has worked has worked for Southgate. Um, listen, I think the left-hand side might be an issue anyway. Luke Shaw hasn't been that bad. But equally, he's, I think, one of those players who's had pretty me- mediocre form who's been included in this, and he will be England's first choice left wing back. And so, yeah, I mean, there is no, in me, that in, in my opinion, there is no great solution to that. Ben Shilwell is a very good player, so is Luke Shaw, but it's not like we're missing Roberto Carlos out there or someone like that. It is just what it is. Trent's in. I should have mentioned that. Trent Alexander-Arnold is in. I think the injuries meant he was always going to be included but England's defense is going to be the issue actually because Maguire tough very tough for him to start I've heard a lot of people today saying that he probably will I know we're going to discuss it in more detail on the preview but if he does who's alongside him is it Eric Dyer? yeah okay maybe I mean Tyro Mings was left out he's obviously a naturally left-sided centre-back same with Dan Byrne, who's been playing at left back, but could also play on the left-hand side of the, the three at the back, not included. So it's a tough one. I mean, it is, it's going to be a tough one because there's protection for our centre-backs, but the negativity that has gone with the fact that we've played with such a pragmatic style may, may return. Those will be the big criticisms. You know, like we say, Maguire is in, Ben White is in. I think he's played really well for Arsenal and he gets in. He so, it was so comfortable. Gareth Southgate didn't even call him to discuss that, apparently. So there you go. He's, he's obviously comfortably in. But Tamori out, Mings out is, is a tough one. James Ward-Prowse, absolutely gutted for him. Misses out again, really. And again, we've been through it, but I just don't see how Conor Gallagher and Calvin Phillips can be picked ahead of him because he's either got the... I mean, I heard today someone saying, well, if you need to change a game, Conor Gallagher's the player to do it. And I was like, but his set pieces, James Ward-Prowse, are as good as anyone's. So if you want to change a game, you can either whip the ball in the top corner from a free kick, as he has done, or his delivery from corners and free kicks into the box is absolutely fantastic. But again, his work rate, I know Conor Gallagher's is there too, but I don't know. I don't know. Mate, look, it might just come down to the fact that these players are so unlikely to be used. It was really just a toss-up because, yeah. VoiceOver describes what's happening on your iPhone screen. VoiceOver on settings. So you can navigate it just by listening. Books. Contacts. Calendar. Double tap to open. Breakfast with Anna from 10 to 11. 
and get on with your day. Accessibility. There's more to iPhone. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you saw that squad announced, I think our all of our reaction was, as we read through the names, to, to immediately blurt out whether we think that was a squad that can win it all and shout out football's coming home or whether we saw those names and our hearts sank and we thought, oh, which one were you? Uh, probably leaning to the side. I, <laughs> I don't think we'll win it, but I'm probably leaning to the side of, of more optimism. Uh, oh, fantastic. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think defence is the issue. I mean, I'm not... I, I, Got the squad came out and I was I was excited. I enjoyed it. I thought it was I thought it was bold to bring in Madison and, and Gallagher. I thought it was a really bold call to do that. It's probably the the most excited I've been in the in the build up to the to the tournament, really. It feels like it's here and I, I still don't think it changes how far they get, but I just think it's it shows it's positivity really. Whether Madison ends up sitting on the sidelines in the in the Iran game in the US game, and and we're, we're looking at it, thinking, and fans are sort of calling for him to come on. It, it evolves to that stage in, in the same way as Grealish last year. It, it, I, I suspect that might happen, and he gets overlooked. But it, I think they're positive calls by. Southgate and it's a it's a good way to start the tournament I don't maybe I'm out of touch with it but I I thought I thought that was a a a general view across the board really that people were quite optimistic about or or quite pleased with this the surprises that there were which was Madison I agree and Gallagher yeah I agree I agree no that I think broadly speaking people are pleased I'd consider myself in that camp as well because I think there is excitement. I mean, you guys know what I said about Callum Wilson last month in terms of our player of the month. So I think he's been fantastic for Newcastle and he's got an incredible story. I remember watching him on Sky Sports News. He'd done an ACL, I think, and he was out for a long time and he basically had no club and he was there on Sky Sports News just offering himself to the world 
And that was the first time that I'd really sort of gone into his backstory. And it's been incredible to see what he's done since in terms of just his, his goal scoring record in the lower leagues, what he did with Bournemouth as well. And of course, now at Newcastle doing great things. So it's great to see him in there. James Madison, we all love a lovable rogue like him. He will hopefully add a little bit of X factor and, and Conor Gallagher too, you know, and I think we all love Marcus Rashford, don't we? And he's been included and Ben White uh, from Brighton to Arsenal and all the plaudits that he's received and others as as well, to be honest. So, um, yeah, look, excited to see what England can do. I don't hold high hopes and we'll discuss all of that in the preview show. We dissect England's uh, chances, the games they've got coming up and those of Wales. We'll look at their squad as well. We'll also talk about the political situation surrounding the World Cup in Qatar. That will all come for you early next week. So make sure you hit the notification button. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast as well. And you can get more of our award-winning journalism. Of course you can, as I always tell you, at thetimes.co.uk forward slash the game. Download the Times app as well if you can. And we will be back with a number of podcasts early next week. Three in all, to be honest with you. We'll react to the weekend. We then have a World Cup preview, part one and two. That will be released at some point early next week. Okay, so keep your eyes peeled for that one. VoiceOver describes what's happening on your iPhone screen. VoiceOver on settings. So you can navigate it just by listening. Books, contacts, calendar, double tap to open. Breakfast with Anna from 10 to 11. And get on with your day. Accessibility. There's more to iPhone. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.